0: Welcome to the CannaCuck Podcast. We hope you'll be encouraged to have an I'm Third approach as you navigate family, leadership, and spiritual growth. If you're new to our conversation, welcome. It's so great to have you. Let's jump in.
1: Welcome to the CannaCuck Podcast. My name is Shay Robbins, and today we're celebrating a new year. It's 2023, my friends. And I'm here with Keith and Karen Chancey. Say hello to the people. (laughs)
0: <laughs> How are you? How are you guys today? What a blessing
1: you are. We we purposely brought in some energy for the new year, so we brought the chanseys in. If any of you guys know, Keith and Karen, you know that they are energetic. I think you guys have the energy of 22-year-olds still. Would you agree with that? Does oh, it man. feel that way? I hope so. My
0: husband does, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he does.
1: <laughs> well, Keith and Karen are the longtime directors of the Canna Institute and Cut K7, there's probably pretty good odds if you're listening to this, they have influenced your life in one way or another, which is a fun thing to think about. Um, but today specifically, we're going to talk about refreshment and coming into a new year, it is a chance for, for new beginnings. And we firmly believe that, that God loves new beginnings. I've experienced many of them in my life, and I'm grateful for every one of them. And so today, we're, we're going to take a look at a couple passages, and um, we're going to talk about you know, a handful of things that are draining us and where we can find refreshment in some practical ways. Um, but before we do, Keith and Karen, are you guys, do you love setting new goals on the new year? How do you kind of head into a new year?
0: Well, I'll go there. We have just come back from a vacation so summers are busy, so we don't get vacation during the year. So we head to the beach at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and our I, I will just set the scene for you because it is glorious and it is complete refreshment. Uh. We wake up early. We're down there seeing the sunrise. A lot of times we have our Bibles out, and we are studying the Word. You know, I love. Psalm one nineteen, revive me, O Lord, according to your word, and it just refreshes our soul. Hmm. So we spend the first two hours of every morning doing that, overlooking the ocean, watching the whales jump. Nothing in my ear, and you know we put our phones in the in the safe because that's that's such a distraction. You know, even on vacation, it's a distraction. And so we do that, and that's that's how we begin our day. And it is glorious, you know, restful. Just, we just turn everything else off mm-hmm. and we just
2: study the Word. Everybody needs to be refreshed. Yeah. And, and that refreshment is, you know, you got to know people go, well, Chance, you know, spending time in the Word, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And, and those are a lot of legalistic ways sometimes that we think that we've got to do certain things when God says, you know what, just be still. And know that I am God, mm-hmm. and I want to live my life by that quiet waters. I want Him to replenish my soul, mm-hmm. and we're just enjoying the sunrise. We enjoy the sunset. We enjoy all things in between, and we get reloaded. I love that because in today's world, you know, if you're not reloaded, you're either giving out or you're you're giving in, you're right? Sucked dry. And we mm-hmm. get sucked dry, in what we do, and we've got to make yeah. sure we're doing it right.
1: Yeah. Well, the Robbins family is similar in that you know that is the se- That is our season of refreshment. Mm-hmm. The you know school starts so quick after yeah. camp. It's like you know cram a vacation in there and then get your life in order and it's off to the races. So we take time off, and and mine's a little bit different. I I find my refreshment and peace uh, starting the morning slow, but ending up on a tractor or building the fence mm. and. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I when I can turn off like my emotional, the emotional part of mm-hmm. the worker ministry mm-hmm. that we do and if I can just work with my hands, mm-hmm. it is the most life-giving yeah. thing to me. I love carpentry and building things and fixing things and it is just such a blessing out on the farm and so it's good for us to find those ways and we're all built different, right? Yeah, we right. Are. yeah. right? We like Robins like to spend time in deer blinds and if <laughs> I And can the chanseys. Cameron and I,
2: we like to find time on mountains. You do, you do. <laughs> we did.
1: Yeah. Tell us, give us a quick snapshot. I don't think we've uh, talked about I, that I the podcast. I wouldn't mind giving you
2: just a quick snapshot yeah. of that.
1: So what mountain are you talking about? Uh, we
2: we're talking about a little mountain called Mount Everest. And Cam and I just said, you know what? Why don't we go do that? And so we went to the base camp of Mount Everest. And I'm going to tell you something. Shay. you know, when you talk about refreshment, you know, refreshment is, you know, new friends to me. So there's 12 of us hiking up to a mountain, going about 19,000 feet. And and along the way, you encounter certain things and they're called trials. Mm -hmm. And the trials are you don't breathe as easy up where there's no oxygen. Yep, Yep. And, and, but yet one thing is absolutely sure is that you must take one step at a time mm. and when you start thinking two steps at a time you might get discouraged and so my refreshment to anyone out there today is that one step at a time life is pretty good yeah and i had to slow it down and go you know what i couldn't breathe i did i lost my appetite i didn't want to drink <laughs> and as you keep going you go okay lord what are you teaching me right here and you can say I'm being solely dependent upon the Lord. But the problem is in that soul dependence, you're, you might die. You need to eat. You've got to drink. You've got to have, you know, cameras saying, Dad, you've got to eat more. You've got to drink more. And I don't want to because in my refreshment, I have lost my appetite. And and, and, I, and I like that is as that, as, as that when, you know, you can lose your first love sometimes. And the refreshment is that one-step-at-a-time lifestyle was so good for me because I said, you know what? I might not be able to do much today, but I can take one step at a time. And I made it. I made it to base camp. It was the most glorious trip ever with my son. He went on further, a couple of more thousand feet. But you know what? I absolutely loved what I learned on the process of learning to refresh myself in God.
1: Yeah. Time of the Word. You had to Step. refresh yourself again. Yes. There's no other yes, source of bro. refreshment. <laughs> right? So that was fun. That's Incredible. how we do it. Incredible. We need to do a podcast on that entire journey. Mm-hmm. I want to read a passage from Isaiah 44, and then Keith's going to break it down a little bit for us. It says this in verse 1. It says, but now hear, O Jacob, my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus says the Lord who made you, whom formed you from the womb and will help you. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit upon your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They shall spring up among the grass like willows of flowing streams. Beautiful passage, God's speaking over Israel has chosen people. How's that apply to us, Chance? Oh man. You know,
2: Shay, what a great passage. You know, God's gonna pour out to us the thirsty land. And and the way we have to understand that we go, who is he speaking to here? He's speaking to Israel. And Israel is as was called by God, but they failed the test of God, man. They, even though they were God's chosen people, they just continued to do what's right in their own eyes, and they failed. And as I look at that, I go, man. What hope is there if the children of God fail, you know, but yet in their failure, you know, God says, you know what, even though they failed Israel, the Jews, God grafted into the Gentiles through their failure, something greater than that. We have salvation. When the Jews rejected, there's a blessing that even happened in a difficult time. And yet we're going to be refreshed with a blessing, the Gentiles, And the Jews will be refreshed at some point. And so we go, man, God, you are so overwhelming in control of all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't understand it. Yet it is so good to see what only God could do in the midst of a very difficult thing when the people of God failed to know God we who were lost now got to know God through the grafting in of the Israel's rege- of Israel rejecting and now we go wow thank you God for giving us this greatest blessing of all time salvation. Yay God, what a you, deal.
1: You know, amazing as you look at the Old Testament and you see God's love through his messengers. Mm. Right? He sends prophet after prophet, leader after leader to call them back to himself, mm-hmm. to come come back to the Lord and to be refreshed. And so it is in our life, All right. God mm. uses people. He uses the spirit. He uses conviction. He uses the truth of his word to call us back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he is so gracious and so merciful and eager to restore us. Mm. And, and so I, I would love to... Talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you see that are sucking life from people right now? Where are areas that need refreshment?
0: Number one, technology. Mm. And I am really embarrassed to admit it, that I am guilty as well. You know, we are probably some of the few that grew up. Without cell phones, you know, I had to learn once I was a mom.
1: How did you live?
0: You know, (laughs) how did we get any place? (laughs) I I hate to say it, but it was glorious. You know, I mean, pull out a big old map. Maybe not very safe, right? But my, you know, my dad would always give me a dime and then it up to a quarter so that I could, you know, use a cell phone to call home. Right. But now it sucks. Like when that screen pops up and tells you how much time you have spent on your phone or your computer, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Mm. Because I go, that is wasted time. But there's something that draws Mm. you, you know? And so I have even started, when I have my quiet time, I always have my phone because if I need to look up a word on Blue Letter Bible, it's right Right. there, you know? But I'm having to just leave it in the other Mm. room because it's such a distraction Mm. and it zaps so much of my time and my thought process and my energy. And I see young moms and young dads, you know, on their phones instead of engaging with their kids. And it's it's tragic, you know. Yeah, but I would is. say that would be—for me, that's number one,
1: yeah. technology. I think—I I could talk forever about this, but I am just committed to returning to fasting in a lot mm. of different ways. And one of them is— We need to fast from technology, Mm -hmm. strategically, regularly, painfully, (laughs) and it's just a huge, it's just a big deal. It is. What are some other ways? You know, Shay, one of the things that I think
2: of is that, you know, time management is such a beast, you know, because where there is so many, the tyranny, of the urgent seems to capture our attention every day. What are the things I have to do as opposed to things I need to get done? You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I'm fighting for that uh, balance. You know, camp requires this. Institute requires that. Life requires that. Donors require this. Friends require that. Family requires this. And then, Karen, I got to give a little time to you. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and all of a sudden you go, man, I'm giving her the worst. no. Let me back up. I'm not giving her the worst. I'm giving God the worst because I'm giving him a little chunk of my day when I had all these meetings, all these things I had to get done, supposedly had to get done, when the only thing I really needed to get done in the day was spend time with God. Right. And so if you're not careful, your time management will get very messed up. I'll think about this, Shay, and I, I, I. You know, if I ask Siri right now, I said, "Siri, who is America's busiest family?" And what you, if anybody does this right now? Just talk to Siri. And say, "Who is America's busiest family?" Immediately on your phone will pop up the Chancey family. <laughs> In two thousand one, <laughs> we were Karen's mother said, "You've got to enter this contest," and we did. And somehow Karen wrote this little article. And long Seams story short, Siemens Cordley, and and all of a sudden they. We end up becoming one of the top 10 people in America. Then we become one of the top three. Then they fly us up to New York. We stay at the Marriott Marquis. We're in the top four. We've got a limo, all this stuff. And, and they're going to come up with who wins America's busiest family. This is real. This This is is real. This is absolutely real. Only the chancys have these stories. And so we're going, uh, and so as they're asking us, what makes you think that you're America's busiest family? I'm, and Karen I are both saying, we are not America's busiest family. We are the voice of the American family saying we're all busy, but you've got to have a purpose. And they like that. Now I'm going, listen, I'm looking at the other two couples. They've got seven, eight, 10 kids. (laughs) We're, oh, man, oh, man, man, competition. My kid's hair is combed. Uh-huh. They've got nice clothes on. These kids look to wreck on the other families. And yet they give out this deal. And America's Busiest Family is the chances. that we're like, we didn't even <laughs> want it. Okay? Stop. Because the thought of that is oh, so ridiculous word. to me yeah. that you'd win something with a horrible title. America's Busiest Family. We're not America's Busiest Family. Everybody's busy. But you got to have a purpose in what you do that you glorify God in it. The next morning, we're down in Rockefeller Square, and we're syndicated around the world, and we're telling oh, them about Jesus, word. and people oh, are going, you "Can't say that." On yeah, air. and, can't and, say and that we're on we're air. Jesusing, Jesusing everybody, <laughs> and and I don't know how much Jesus got out there because they're they're even the guys in the production room are going, "This is an awesome story." It was really fun. So I tell y'all that story. That's a laugh for you've never even heard that. So I've you're never that. heard that. I've <laughs> heard a lot of your
1: stories. It ruined I've me. Never heard because
2: that because we got a chef. Oh, we got a chef for oh, you here we got what? money we got, oh, it it's horrible <laughs> what you win is a ridiculous thing
1: oh, my life goes my goodness. I'm
2: giving up I'm never going to cook again now because I'm
1: yeah this is phenomenal Hey, this is
2: Keith Chansey with the Canna Institute. And I just want you to know if you're out there and you are about to be a college graduate, or you're wondering what you're gonna do when you become an adult and you begin to think, what is my next steps in life? We have a program right here in Branson that is the program for you. You come to Branson and we equip you for the next eight months biblically. We put into you God's word. We have about over 40 different teachers that come from all around the country that are the best teachers of what they teach in America. And we want you to be ready that no matter what your next step is in life, whether it's be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a coach, or youth ministry, whatever it is, we believe that you need to be equipped before you go and do the next step. And so you can come to the Branson and we're gonna invest into you and you are gonna be equipped to go to your next step to make a difference in our world for Jesus Christ. So guys, if there's anything we can do for you, give us a call, email us, Keith at keithatkanikuk.com. We'd love to help you guys any way we can. Hey know that the Lord is going to bless your next steps. So let's get you equipped before you do it. Hey, God bless. Have a great day. Well, you know, I say that because, you know, time management, if you're not careful, if you don't understand the balance of it and your purpose and and you go, you know what? Today, I want to invest into Cameron. I want to invest into Callie. And if you have a lot of kids, you just see each one as important. Go, have I literally invested into them? Shane, I think about you with all your kids and you, you go, you know what? I've got to be purposeful and they need to know the purpose in which I'm investing into them, not just giving them a token few minutes, but that my goal with my family was that they loved God not because I told them to, but, but they saw me loving God. Right. They saw mom and dad praying together. Mm-hmm. They saw us reconciling issues when we didn't get along. They saw us, they saw me helping Karen uh, load the dishwasher, cooking dinner, making the bed. All these things that they saw that we went, you know what? That's part of the refreshment of balance of balancing our time, of balancing my relationship with her. But I wasn't doing it out of duty. I was doing it because I love God. Mm-hmm. And my wife loves me better when I'm loving God. Yeah. You know, so it was really kind of interesting there.
1: Well, your purpose allows you to say no. Yes, it does. Right? And that's really what we need to become better at. Mm-hmm. I feel like I let everybody down. Mm-hmm. and And it's because I've got priorities, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to— Man, it's like the older I get, it's funny. I say this is 41, right? But like, I just, I used to be a mile wide, an inch deep. And I just feel like I keep getting deeper in every yeah. way. Like, I just want to go deeper with the Lord. Yeah. And I want to go deeper with my wife and I want to go deeper with my kids. Mm. And, you know, you just keep working down the list and then, mm. and then there's no time. Like mm. it stop, you know, it stops at one point. Mm. And I don't want to be running around with my hair on fire Mm because I can't, I can't do any of those things Mm -hmm. that I aforementioned. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm all stressed out and running around like an idiot, we've got to find balance Mm -hmm. and say no to things. And Shay, you know, with that, you
2: know, it being the first of the year and we're talking about New Year's resolution, we're talking about making a difference. You know, these are the things we have to go, what's the most important thing that I need to do? And I liked what you said a while ago because you said, we need a fast technology but then we also just need a fast period. You know, I need to give my time unto the Lord and say, God, I've got my prayer journal. I've got my little journal that I've, I've, I, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'm writing on Mondays. I'm talking about my family to God Tuesdays, I'm talking about my friends to God. Wednesdays, I'm talking about parachurch ministries. Thursdays, I'm talking about lost. Fridays, I'm talking about the government. Saturdays, I'm talking about the missions of the world. Sundays, I'm talking about the church itself. I mean, and when you understand your day is broken into segments and you're praying for vision and purpose. And Karen and I, over the last 40 years, I never dreamed I would get my, I am a card carrying, what am I, sweetie? What is What What do I have now? I'm an ARP guy.
0: Oh.
2: Man, I am. I, yeah.
0: We are not a member of that, but he is yeah. on Medicare. Yeah, and I'm,
2: I'm laughing because I got, I'm a Medicare guy. Yeah. And I go, when did all this happen? But I'm going to tell you something. As I look back, the greatest view that I have looking back in the rearview mirror is my prayer journal of seeing what God has done. Mm. My refreshment of my spirit is when I look in that prayer journal, I go all the way back to being a part of starting a ministry called K-Life, and then being a part of a new church, Denton Bible Church, and then being a part of the Cannecuck Institute and being a part of Cannecuck. Every single time I was making a big decision, it's in my prayer journal that God answered the prayer. And we opened the door and went where he asked us to go and do what he asked us to do in spite of all obstacles. Mm -hmm. And now as we look back, we go, praise God what God has done. And there's a refreshment that comes through to go, all we want to be said about us is well done. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think, too, I'm just going to add there, for young families, Mm -hmm. you know, I think sometimes we think we throw some little dust out there and pray that our kids are going to end up godly people. And we've got to know that w- along the road, you know, what are we gonna do to nurture that? Mm-hmm. And so to even take three things. What is our goal this year? Three things for our kids. Mm-hmm. Like we wanted our kids to be joyful givers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And how are we gonna do that? What atmosphere are we gonna provide for that? So we would get the little compassion catalogs and all of that, and we'd give it to the kids and say, okay, you have this much money. They'd what do you want to give? And you know, they're like, we want a cow and we want to. Two sheep, and, uh-huh. you know, and, and I love that. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's not going to happen unless you're purposeful with it. Right. You know, those kind of things. Somehow we turned our kids into neat freaks. Mm-hmm. That wasn't intentional, but something along the way we did. Yeah. They are both, as adults, mm-hmm. very neat neat freaks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you just want to talk through. What do we want to? We even talked through when our kids graduate from high school. What skills do we want them mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. you know as they go into young adulthood
2: and we wanted them to have their own personal walk with Jesus mm-hmm. sure we wanted to have that well, we didn't have to ask them to have a, a quiet time but because they'd seen it modeled and they saw all the people there was a time in our life shade that we had eight people living in our house with us outside of our own family and they're in our back bedroom and Karen we go, Who does this? Uh, (laughs) You know? And we had actually six of them in the house and two of them in the back house. And we had a back house barn. And the beauty of that was we modeled it with the people that we let live with us, the ministry involved in. And they saw always in spite of everything that was busy, that caring was most important. The kids were very, very important. But God
1: was the most important part of it all. Mm -hmm. And so it was
2: pretty amazing trying to keep that at the center when you're going, 3,000 things going on.
1: You guys, talk to me about the role of sin in feeling empty.
2: You know, it's interesting
0: because I will inevitably talk to young people that feel like I just, I don't feel God. Yeah. And I'll ask them, how much time are you spending with him? And the answer is usually, I'm not. And you know, his word says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And I think back to when... I was a missionary uh, in Kenya to the Kipsigi tribe, and I would get a love letter in the mail from that one over there. We were engaged, but I read that letter over and mm-hmm. over and over and over, and I couldn't wait for the next one. And so my encouragement to these young people that feel like, you know, they're far from God— okay, number one, what's, you know, have you unconfessed sin? Mm. And is that keeping you from drawing near to the Lord? Um, Number two is we know Him by Mm. spending time with Him and reading His Word, just like we would a love letter. But I I am so in such agreement, Shay, with the sin is a lot of times that is our wall Mm. that keeps us from the Lord and you know, to lay that all down mm-hmm. and to to really understand what what is my barrier mm-hmm. with my relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord. And it's usually some kind of sin in our mm-hmm.
2: life. It's unconfessed and undealt with. And, you know, Shay, it goes back to that passage that you read at the very beginning. God pours out on us. And we, as far as we think that we are away from God, we're only just a little bit to asking God, God mm. forgive me. And He's right there. That's right. And I know, Shay, there's so many people out there hurting and they're going, Chief, I've given into something. I am too far gone. You are never too far gone because that's what's called God's grace. Mm. He went all the way to the cross for you. You are never too far you can be refreshed today by saying god forgive me my sin i want to repent and i want to turn away from my sin even though that sin has become something that's very addictive it's very controlling of my life god i give that to you and the refreshment of god's word and asking god to forgive me shay god poured out his love to us in his son and all he requires of us just say forgive me hmm. And boy, I tell you, and
0: I walk in newness I, I, of life. And walk in
1: that newness <laughs> of life. Absolutely, praise God for that refreshment. Refreshment. Mm-hmm. Chance, I'm going to hand it over to you. We've we've given a lot of nuggets along the way. I want you to give just a final charge. What would you encourage people with in regard to being refreshed in this new year? You know, authenticity
2: is so important in today's world. Don't be a facade, a fake. Let yourself be real. If you've been out there struggling and you, you've you built this image that isn't real, talk to God. Let God know who you really are. Lord, I want to be your man, your woman. I want to be an impact player for Christ, and I want to make a difference. And I want to, first and foremost, ask you to forgive me, and I want to be renewed. I want to be refreshed. I want to turn away from my sin. I want to turn to God And today, I'm just going to get in the Bible for a minute, but tomorrow maybe two, the next day maybe three. And I'm going to begin to be disciplined for the purpose of godliness, and I'm going to begin to restore my soul, my spirit. I want to be poured out for the glory of God. I want to make God known because He made Himself known to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to take time. It's not going to be instantaneous, but I am going to begin my part to living in that refreshment of God, of knowing Him and loving Him. And so Shay, I say that because every year I watch the Institute students come in and everybody's this this cleansing and filling, so to speak, where they just empty themselves. And that emptying is so important that I can be real with Karen, with everyone that's around me that go, this is who I really am. I am a sinner. I'm not all of that. I'm a mess. God's the Redeemer, not me. Don't accept me in your life Accept Christ. Christ is the one who freed me and Christ can free you. But let's not let the image that we're good. We're not good. Let's let people know that Jesus is the one that frees us of all of that junk. And let's let them fall into that
1: relationship that we have that's so valuable. Mm-hmm. Keith and Karen, that was beautiful. Thank you to our listening audience for sharing time with us today. We hope today's conversation serves to fuel your I'm Third approach to faith, family, leadership in 2023. Love to pray for you guys. Father, we just uh, pray refreshment over our listeners and and we pray, God, that you would put fuel in their tank. I want to pray just specifically that your spirit would guide them um, to... some specific steps or perhaps that you might even expose some areas that are sucking life from us and that you would guide us in, in how to uh, take those, that personal responsibility to be refreshed because we know that you, God, love second chances. And we thank you for that. It's in Jesus name we pray, amen.
0: We hope today's conversation left you encouraged, strengthened, and empowered. If you haven't had a chance. Please subscribe to our podcast today to stay up to date with the latest episodes. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please consider rating us, writing a review or sharing it with others so we can continue to build you up with an I'm Third approach to family, leadership and spiritual growth. For more information about the podcast, visit CannaCuckPodcast.com. And for more information about CannaCuck, you can visit Canacuk.com.